This is Books and Nachos, a podcast for those of us who find excitement in the pages of a good book. Fiction and nonfiction, graphic novels, and more. We're here to help you find something great to read. Hello and welcome to Books and Nachos. Today I'm reviewing Joe Schreiber's new horror novel, No Doors, No Windows. If you want to hear more about Joe Schreiber, you can listen to our podcast, Star Wars Action News. It's a Star Wars collecting podcast. You can find it at SWActionNews.com. And in episode 218, I interviewed Joe about No Doors, No Windows and about his other new novel, Star Wars Death Troopers, which was released the very same day as No Doors, No Windows. So again, you can find that interview at SWActionNews.com. No Doors, No Windows tells the story of Scott Mast, a successful greeting card writer who has returned to his small hometown in New Hampshire for his father's funeral, where he reunites with his drunken, unemployed brother Owen, Owen's young son Henry, and Scott's high school sweetheart Sonia. Though Scott and Henry never knew of their father to be a writer, they find his unfinished manuscript, a horror novel called The Black Wing, in his shed. Scott reads the book, which tells about a strange haunted house that has no 90-degree angles, just curves going from floor to wall, wall to ceiling. And in the house is a long corridor that's perfectly black, with no doors and no windows. On his way to the airport to return to his home in Seattle, Scott happens upon a vacant house, which is the house described in the manuscript. Urged on by his high school girlfriend, Sonia, Scott rents the strange house and sets to completing his father's novel. But soon Scott realizes there may be more truth than fiction in the novel, and Scott uncovers a mystery that has haunted his family for generations. As a lifelong horror fan, I was excited by the chance to read No Doors, No Windows. The author, Joe Schreiber, has been thrust into the spotlight with his highly promoted Star Wars horror novel, Death Troopers, and before reading Death Troopers, I was anxious to get a taste of the author's work. Getting the book based purely on the author's name, I read it with no knowledge of the plot, and as I read, my mind immediately began drawing comparisons between Schreiber's work and those of horror fiction titan Stephen King. No Doors, No Windows is set in a rural New Hampshire setting in winter, not too far removed from many of King's main settings, Castle Rock, and No Doors, No Windows features a fractured rogues gallery of characters, all of whom have their own demons, both figurative and literal, that they have to face. Plus, the idea of an author going into a haunted house to complete a novel really reminded me of Stephen King's The Shining. However, that's where the similarities between Schreiber and King begin and end. As I continued reading No Doors, No Windows, I realized the genre of this book is not King's type of horror, nor even any American horror novel. In weaving his tale of a haunted house in New England and the ghosts that still inhabit the house, Schreiber is telling a story more derived from Japanese J-horror than anything else. The parallels between this story and the movie The Ring are colossal, though I won't detail them here to, in order to avoid spoilers. But be it The Ring, The Grudge, or even One Missed Call, all the tenets of those stories are present in Schreiber's book. And Schreiber's writing is energetic. He weaves the narrative of his story with a story within a story in a way that foreshadows dark ends for the characters in such a way that I was always anxious to see what would happen. However, this is a book that requires a patient reader. Schreiber takes his time establishing the story's setting and its characters, and some of the characters very central to the story are not introduced until a quarter of the way into the novel. And when they are introduced, it's in such a way as to actually appear to derail the narrative rather than propel it. 
At this point in the book, Scott has decided to stay in the, quote, roundhouse, unquote, from his father's story, and while interacting with local townsfolk, he encounters two more former classmates. And though more than a decade had passed, it seems everyone just wants to talk about high school. As I'm roughly the same age as the protagonist, I can honestly say that the trivialities of high school gossip and romance are hard for me to even remember, let alone the first thing I would discuss when reunited with someone I knew from that time. However, in Schreiber's small town, everyone is perpetually trapped in their high school glory days, which seems both convenient and a little sad. But soon the characters fall in their respective places and the story of the house begins to propel forward. Schreiber makes his chapters short, some as few as two pages, which both makes the story shorter than the book appears as there are many pages left mostly blank, and also makes the reader feel as the story is moving very quickly. But like most J-horror stories, No Doors No Windows rise that fine line between mystery and horror. Lacking any real BOO moments, No Doors No Windows follows Scott's investigation into the history of the house and his own family. The story is suspenseful as the reader wants to know the answer to Scott's questions, and an ominous sense of helplessness surrounds the characters. But the book is lacking in any real fright or horror, and the body count is in the low single digits. Were this a movie, it would be on the softer side of PG-13 in terms of content, but that fits with the J-horror genre as well, as it relies on suspense, mystery, and storytelling rather than gore and violence. Unfortunately, the conclusion of the mystery in No Doors and No Windows is revealed through the convenient addition of a character that is not foreshadowed in the text. It's a very disappointing end to Scott's journey, and I was left with the question of what Scott actually accomplished in his quest. His investigation yields no results. It's in fact through his inaction that he discovers the secrets of the house. The novel begins with Scott championing his nephew, playing ball with Henry while Owen is drunk, and we're supposed to think of him as the good guy. However, he repeatedly makes questionable moral choices in the novel, resulting in the loss of any affinity I once held for him. Scott became simply a point-of-view character for me to follow through the story, but not someone I could root for, and that left the novel without any real likable characters, and without anyone to root for in the final showdown, it lacked any real impact. No Doors, No Windows is a novel as compelling as its protagonist is sedentary. I think fans of hardcore horror may be turned off by the novel's low body count and lack of true fright, but for young teenagers who want to discover horror writing, this may be a nice middle step between the Goosebumps novels and Stephen King's classics. For adults, if you enjoy J-horror such as The Ring, then you will like No Doors, No Windows, but this novel is not likely to bring any new fans to that genre. So thank you for listening to this episode of Books and Nachos. Once again, if you'd like to hear me talk with Joe Schreiber about No Doors, No Windows, listen to episode 218 of our Star Wars collecting podcast, Star Wars Action News, at SWActionNews.com. And we'll be back next time with a review of the new Indiana Jones novel, Indiana Jones and the Army of the Dead by Steve Perry and Greg Howell. Thank you for listening, and happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to Books and Nachos. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can catch back episodes at our website, booksandnachos.com. The music for Books and Nachos is The Right Prescription by Chai Weapon, which can be downloaded at podsafeaudio.com. Books and Nachos is copyright 2009 Venganza Media Incorporated. Music